It is Women's Month and on Jackaround FM, we're celebrating South African women that are doing the most, both locally and internationally. And on a Zoom call with me is an incredible 25-year-old Pretoria-born actress who's currently living all of our dreams, which will tell us about that. Her name is Lindy Cecile and she's on a Zoom in the sunshine while I'm on a Zoom in the nighttime. Hi, Lindy. How are you? Hi, Danielle. I'm really good. How are you? I'm, I'm stoked to speak to you. You know, your, your adventure was the adventure of my dreams and you had the courage to do it. So I want to get into that. But first, how does a Pretoria girl end up in Hollywood? Well, it's been uh, an incredible journey for me, but uh, I, I came to Los Angeles because I knew that all the opportunities were here and I felt like this was the place where I could really grow as an artist and as a performer. So um, I'm very happy to be here and I'm working on so many exciting projects. So I'm excited to talk about those. Okay, so you are born and bred South African. Did you always want to be an actress? Like, tell me a bit about your history with acting. I think acting has always followed me. It's always been something that I couldn't really escape. I think it was carved out for me before I even knew about it. Um, I've always been you know, a performer, a creative, working in theater, working in film. And um, for me, it just was something that I, every time I tried to do something else, it would call me back. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I have so many stories that I want to tell. And this is the way that I'm going to do it. Okay, so you go to Hollywood, you do the, the, the trip that everyone dreams of doing, and you actually make it. So I want to talk to you because I, I've read up about you, I've done some Googling, and you have been on set with some of the biggest names in the world. Can you tell me a little bit about these projects? My favorite projects that I worked on last year were um, a play, an original play called um, A Long Time Ago. And it's a mix between Star Wars, Shakespeare and uh, time travel, which I really loved. Um, I did a film called You Up, which is about mental health and insomnia and all these terrible things. Shakespeare, time travel and Star Wars. Those are three of my favorite things. Tell me a little bit about that. What was, what was that play called? How, how was it received and what did you do in it? So um, a long time ago is about a time travel vacation gone wrong where this guy goes back in time to the 1500s where he meets this Renaissance princess, i.e. me, Portia Longfellow, <laughs> who he um, then decides to go on a journey with to find Shakespeare so that she can become a playwright. So I think that for me has been so fun because it's basically my story into actual production, which is something I really love to do is to take my own experiences and put them in my performances and put them into my work. That's really, really important to me. And I did the same thing with you up. Um, we are celebrating Women's Month now, and which is why I'm so excited to, uh, to talk about a project called I'm Press, which is something we filmed last year and it was super fun um, just to make something about really, really being yourself and being proud of yourself as a woman and being a strong, independent woman and 
we're turning that into a series very soon. Wow. So I'm super excited. Okay. Now I've, I've checked out your projects a long time ago. You up cricket man and all of these projects have been received super well. So to start with a long time ago, um, it was selected to be part of the 2020 Hollywood fringe festival. What is that? And what does that mean? So the Hollywood Fringe Festival is a yearly festival that selects all the best um, plays that they receive. And it's a month-long festival. And um, it's, it's really an incredible place to meet just the most influential and hardworking and talented people in Hollywood who work in theatre. Um, so we were super excited to hear that we're going to be part of the Hollywood Fringe Festival. And uh, yeah, so it was supposed to happen this year, but because of COVID, a lot of things got cancelled. So it got moved to next year, thankfully. So we're super excited to to go and do that. I'm excited that the projects that I'm working on are doing so well. I feel very blessed about that. They really are. And for someone who is from South Africa, um, you know, we, we look up to people like Charlize Theron, Trevor Noah, but there's a Lindy Cecile who I'm reading through your, your acting projects and, and all of the selections that you've been part of through these projects. And I, we're not celebrating you enough, girl, because you guys, <laughs> like, you have done so much work. It's not like you're doing one thing and then taking years off. You're literally hitting it every single year. And you you're just doing the most thank you so much thank you um i yes i'm i'm constantly busy i'm constantly working on another project even during COVID, i've been you know working on things every day and it's really because i love it i really i really just this is all i want to (laughs) do and it's i'm constantly you know while i'm working on one project i'm starting you know planting seeds for the next one so it's it's kind of this hamster wheel and it just keeps going lindy i want to talk to you about the groundlings because i i have been a fan of dak shepherds for a really long time and he has this incredible (laughs) incredible podcast that i really really love um armchair what armchair experts and he was part of the groundlings and he talks about this all the time now you were part of an improv acting troupe called yes in the kitchen sink and you guys were performing at the groundlings which is the breeding ground for the hollywood in comedy it is like i can't when i read that i was like i cannot believe you're doing that but obviously with the pandemic that's all been put on hold so what happens what is the the future for the groundlings and for your acting troupe are you guys going back like are you waiting where to from here yes we are we are waiting for everything to be safe again before we go back but we definitely are going back and we are in preparation to do so. So we're still, we're still doing what we can, um, even while we are in isolation. Mm-hmm. And we are still writing and creating content, and we're still meeting up um, virtually, and planning, you know, what what our next moves are. And we're going to have some online shows as well. But yes, we are super. We are kind of impatient to get back on the stage because it's it's what we love to do and yes we're we can't wait to get back to the groundlings um and uh perform on the same stage as melissa mccarthy <laughs> okay so for someone who's listening who has no idea what the groundlings theater is what what is it Ex- explain it to us and so that we can understand in south africa 
So it is an improv theater. And for those of you who don't know what improv is, you put a bunch of people on a stage who have no scripts and no planning and you yell a bunch of suggestions at them <laughs> and they start performing the most ludicrous, ridiculous things for you from music to comedy to drama to poetry, everything you can think of. And the wonderful thing about improv is the spontaneity and the energy of it and the fact that the audience is such a big part of it and it's this collaborative effort. Improv is super, super fun for me. And The Groundlings is one of the, probably the best um, improv of theater you know in the country and I'm super proud to be a part of this of this group and to be have the privilege to to perform there I mean our director Suzanne Kent was one of the original groundlings in the 70s and it's such a privilege to be coached by someone like her who has all of this knowledge and and experience in this field now I have to ask you an important question. Do you yes. think that you would have had the same success had you been in South Africa and been flying out for castings and doing them via Zoom and, and, and? Or do you think it's necessary for someone who wants to do what you do to actually pack up and go? I think it really depends on what you want to do as an artist and what your story is that you want to tell as an artist and what kind of environment you want to live in. So for me, that was the decision maker. Um, why I want to be here, it, you know, has a lot, of, a lot to do with the kind of stories that I want to tell, um, the language that I want to tell stories in, and the people that I want to work with. I'm sure that you can, you know, you can make your, your dreams happen no matter where you are. But I think it's just about, uh, you know, those, the decisions that I made were for my, um, for my, um, you know, what I felt was best for me, what environments I wanted to be in and who I wanted to be surrounded by. Now, tell me a little bit about you up. Because I see that it's official selection of a million different things. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? <laughs> Um, so it's, it's gotten into quite a few festivals, which I'm super happy about. And once, um, once it's safe again, it would be lovely to gather again in a theater and go to these festivals. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're hoping for the best in terms of that. A lot of festivals are, you know, being very spontaneous about this and, and pivoting around the situation by, um, doing things like drive-ins or um, having screenings with just very, very strict safety protocols. They're getting creative. Um, and a lot of festivals are going online as well. So at least, you know, I'm still very happy that even though things have changed so dramatically and, you know, we've definitely been affected by this, we have still found ways to to work around it and to have our work shown still. What do you think that this pandemic is going to change about set life in the future? Like, how do you see that working? Because, I mean, obviously being on a set and being actors and working so closely with each other, there are many, many concerns at this point. 
How do you think you guys are going to navigate that? Yes, it really, it is being on a film set. I mean, it's, it's one of, there's no way you can socially distance as much yeah. as, as much as it's really needed. So it is a difficult um, thing to solve and productions have been, you know, working on the clock, working around the clock, thinking of solutions to this. And I mean, it's already, it's already made such a big change to the way things are filmed and the way things are written, because now things have to be written in a different way, taking all of these new protocols into consideration. Um, and a lot of writers don't want to do that because they don't want to compromise their story. Mm. Um, but yes, there have been, there have been some significant changes, you know, smaller sets, smaller crews, um, uh, super strict protocol. Um, the two, um, there's um yeah there's a couple projects that um that I have coming up which are going to be very strict in terms of safety and 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 health and and um making sure that everybody's okay but yeah yeah it's definitely it's as it has affected every industry it has affected ours yeah you know I I've I've also you know looking at it from the perspective of someone who enjoys consuming the art that you guys make. I love going to a movie and watching it and going to the premiere and getting excited about a release date. And that's obviously all stopped completely. And now that it's kind of coming back, people are so nervous, but there has to be a way that you guys can do what you do so that we can consume this because it's almost like a break from life, you know, to go and watch a piece of theater or, or, or a movie. Um, it just, it just, takes you away for those few hours and it just makes you believe in so much more you know it's so so important I completely agree with you that's exactly why we need to give people stories and that's also the reason we want to be in those stories because we also have an escape mm. um, when we when we tell a story we're just as much in it um, as you are I mean hopefully that's, you know, what we hope is, is that we're both so consumed in the story, the performer and the audience, equally consumed in the story so that we can live in that different reality just for a little bit. So that's my favorite thing as well. But yes, um, I think, you know, there's, there's going to be a lot of new content once things are up and running again, because people have been thrust into this new situation that they haven't been in, which I think definitely prompted this kind of introspection. It definitely, people have been putting pen to paper and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of brand new content for people to look forward to because of all of the things that have happened in 2020. Yeah. You know, we've, we've taken this situation and we've, creatives are turning it into, into something positive instead in a lot of ways but also i don't know if you've seen this i've definitely seen this on my social media feeds people are becoming very very honest and very very raw and i think that that's a beautiful space to create in and to they are. i love that yeah i love that so much we need some of that we need more of this authenticity i value it so much and it's, I mean, I also want to be more honest in my work. A lot of the times we feel like we have to be a certain thing for a certain audience or we have to portray something a certain way when 
what people really want is a fresh perspective. What they really want is, is someone honest and authentic. Yeah. I definitely get honest and authentic from you. And now I'm going to ask you one of the Thank hard you. questions. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know auditioning, right? So um, I know that you have to obviously do this a whole lot. But obviously, when it comes to auditioning, there's a whole lot of no. How do you take that no constructively and not take it to a dark place where you're beating yourself up and you're going, I'm not good enough? That's, I think, something that a lot of artists face. Unfortunately, it's just a part of the job as, a, as any kind of creative. Mm. But I think what's super important to understand is that when you don't get cast in something, most of the time it has nothing to do with you. It's, you can have a fantastic audition. You can do a really, really great job. <laughs> the casting director can shake your hand and say, great job. And it can still be um, someone else that they're looking for. It can still be um, a different... Um, it's, it's, it's all, a lot of the times casting directors don't even know what they want until they see it. Yeah. So I, I think it's, it is super important to remember that it's not always you. It's, it's really what they are looking for. And if you are perfect for something, you will book it. If there, there are things that you are perfect for, there are things that your story and your exact experience is going to, there's those projects that you are perfect for and you will book those projects. And I've learned that the hard way, but I'm grateful for every single experience and every time you just get in the room is already you've already achieved something just by being there you're so wise for someone so young and so far Thank away you. From <laughs> <home>. <laughs> I, I, I wish i could take my own advice sometimes. <laughs> no we're really all we're all good at, we're, we're all really good at giving none of us are good at like listening to ourselves but lindy Speaking about advice, right? So you, you've done this thing and I went to Praata Elfin Park where there was a hundred girls just like you who wanted to go to Hollywood and maybe two of them actually went. One of them made it fairly far. But for a little girl or a little boy listening to this conversation right now, and this is the dream, this is what they want to do. What piece of advice do you have for them? Um like you said, being this young, I feel terrible giving advice. I feel like I'm the one who needs advice. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, uh, for me, it's, it's always, it's always going to be to, it's, it's always going to be to hold on to exactly who you are. It's always going to be, don't let anybody tell you who you are or who you're supposed to be. Just, be exactly who you are and hold on to that because it's the only thing you have that that sets you apart you are wise i don't think you're 25 oh my god <laughs> <laughs> okay so, lindy i know that the pandemic has kind of paused everything but what are we going to be looking out for from you in the next couple of months to into 2021 so um Obviously, you know, we're getting, we're, getting, um, we're getting back to the groundlings as soon as we can. We are taking a long time ago on the road and to the Hollywood Fringe Festival as soon as we can. And um, we're turning I'm Press into a series. 
and I'm going to be doing uh, two other TV series, um, Borders and Cat and Mouse. And I'm super excited for those because I'm going to be able to do some stunts, which I love to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm excited for those. And um, I'm excited to try some new things as well. I, I I know you don't want to tell me why. Can you hear it? But it's okay. We'll just keep following you and we'll keep like, we'll keep in touch. So where, where can we follow you? Um, do you have Instagram? Do you have Facebook? Uh, how can we get it? Like, how can we follow your journey or adventure? Yes. You can follow me on Instagram uh, at Lindy La Vida Loca. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name. Yes. It's at Lindy underscore La underscore Vida underscore loca lindy la vida loca <laughs> i love that okay so you have been super wise and i've really liked talking to you i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you a few quick fire questions if that's okay sure who thinks you're beautiful when you wake up in the morning uh james Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> i should have known better than to do this with someone from the groundlings <laughs> <laughs> Um, what is the one thing that you would do if you knew you weren't going to fail? If I knew I was going to fail? If you weren't going to fail. The one thing. If I knew I wasn't going to fail. Yeah. I would buy a boat and set out to sea and no one would ever see me again. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And when was the last time that you did something for the first time? Uh, Yesterday. Can you tell me what you did? What did I do? Um, I uh, directed an improv show. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay, wait. So you are (laughs) an actor, director, and writer, but you are just, you're more than just an actor, and I think that this is something that we need to just unpack before I let you go. Acting is is a lot, right? You're not just pretending to be someone. There's a lot of work going into this, and, and with you doing improv, you're kind of doing comedy, but now you're talking about stunts, and then you were talking about Shakespeare, and then you were talking about Star Wars, like... Um, do you do you have it's a, a lot of hats? <laughs> hat. And you have to. You kind of have to just jump in and do everything that comes with the territory. Oh my gosh! Okay, so your first thing, your first time thing, you directed. That is incredible, Indy. I. It was you know, really fun. <laughs> <laughs> you're still very South African. I love it because you just you look at everything with positivity and love and fun. If it's not fun, we shouldn't be doing it. Thank you so much. That's super sweet. Yeah, I also just want to have fun. Really? Like, we only live here once. Like, come on. 